Welcome into the studio, Matt Woosnam. Nice to have you back again. We've yeah, uh, had you before. The um, reason Matt's come in is uh, obviously he's a real expert, uh, both with the uh, under-18s and the development squad. And he's um, interviewed both Gary Izzet and Ken Gillard uh, uh, recently uh, and uh, be interested to get his views on what they said and uh, various other questions that people have asked us to ask uh, on the BBS. Just to remind people, Matt, um, the season. let's start with the under-18s yep. and then work our way up. The season started with Des Bulpin in charge yeah, and he right, was yeah. a, a pointy of Ian Holloway and, in fact, has gone to work with Ian Holloway again since mm. then. Um wasn't a, uh, well to say it was wasn't it a, a, a success is an understatement. It was a it was quite a failure. Uh, he left and was replaced by Ken Gillard, and he's made a massive difference. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. So um, Des Bulkin was appointed in the summer uh, because over the last year or so the academies had a few different managers because. Um, Gary is at, uh, Ben Garner got promoted to first team coach and then Gary is at took over on a temporary basis and then uh, uh, Bulpin was was promoted uh, sorry brought in by Ian Holloway um, under Bulpin they won two games uh, I can't remember out of how many it might have been out of 11 or something uh, but it was basically before Christmas uh, they won two matches um, and they've lost a significant number of games in, in like the last calendar year there was quite a lot of games they lost they didn't have a very good season Last, like towards the end of last year, um, but this season, yeah, Bolpin left to join Ian Holloway at Millwall as first team coach, and then um, Ken Gillard stepped up from the under 16s, and Richard Shaw came in to to uh, coach the under 16s, and he also works with the 18s two days a week. Right. Um, right. And yeah, there's I, I can't remember exactly how many, something like 23 points out of a possible 33. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Quite a lot, you know. 20, I think it's lot. 22 from 30. That's it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and he he's, he's instilled a lot of belief, and you know, I think just he values them as as individuals yeah. as well as a team, and he can relate to them more because you know he was a professional footballer himself. Um, I think he played for Northampton. I might be wrong on that, um, but he played about 40 games of professional football. Right. He played for Ireland under 21s, Republic of Ireland right. under 21s right. as well. So, you know, he's got experiences at international level. So, uh, he's in charge of the under-18s, but a lot of the tension at the moment is on even younger players because uh, I know, just to quote something that uh, Gary Jones texted me when we were chatting in the week, uh, about three... I think he said three 16-year-olds. I think one yeah, of them is now, now 17. 17. Yeah. These three will be massive stars. That's his own words by the time they're 20. Mandela Egbo is, is one that one uh, I know James is. Times, and yeah. I, I believe he's actually listening to the show today. So yeah, yeah, or I'll he'll bet. be listening on a yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, Corey Andrews, who's a, a striker, yeah. um, uh, who... Uh, Gary thought could make the first team in a year or so and Jacob Barkley Agupong he's a winger isn't he yeah he is yeah, yeah. He's a left winger. Um, what's your view of those three I mean because that's quite a, a big up a he's given it for, for it? him yeah. to make a statement like that those three could be massive stars I remember we were making comments like that about Alassani so we have yeah, to temper course, them slightly yeah. I think with Alassani there's like things that aren't related to football that have affected him you know with his game you know there's things that have affected him outside of uh, that aren't necessarily related to his ability on a football pitch I don't think his ability is in doubt but perhaps there's things that have stopped him from progressing well, was as there much. some uh, 
bit about his mm. physical build as well because I remember seeing him seven yeah. years ago yeah he's thinking, quite he's a talent and then I saw him like a couple of years later yeah. and he, he still looked like a child when he, he is only a teenager but yeah he's only 18 he hadn't really developed if you go I'm trying to think mm. an example like um, oh mm. uh well, Victor It'll Moses come to me in a minute. I mean, if you look at Wilfred Zaha when he came through, you know, you look at him when he made his debut against Cardiff. His shirt and his shorts were way too big for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that didn't stop him. But perhaps that was because the style of his play was trickery and and pace. Whereas Alassane's got a bit more sort of raw skill about him, I suppose. Um, but going back to the three, the three that we've mentioned, um, yeah, Mandela Regbo's a, a 16-year-old right back. He's played 13 times for England youth. Um, I think it's five times for the under-16s and then he's promoted to under-17s where he's played eight times. He's been named in the European under-17 championships uh, this summer. Um, and, yeah, he's been absolutely superb. Like He made his debut in... November 2012 I think he was the under 18 so he was a 15 year old then and he had not long turned 15 he's, uh, I think his birthday's in August um, and yeah he's an attacking right back but he's also good at defending I mean Ken Gillard spoke about him and, and said that uh, against Cardiff when we won 5-0 um, in the penultimate home game of the season um, he said that he, he asked him to to make sure that when he get, got forward he defended uh, well as well um, because I think with Egbo you know maybe as a 16 year old you're not that experienced yeah. so perhaps you're going to go forward and leave gaps at the back sometimes but you know it says something when you've been capped so much for England youth I mean I know that doesn't necessarily mean anything but it it sh- clearly shows that he's got ability and you know he's let's talk about him being in the under 21s next season um, you know and he's really highly rated by the club clearly yeah um, you know, I saw him as a 15-year-old against Fulham away last season um, at, at uh, Motspur Park and he played 89 minutes and he was just superb at right, right back. Right. Um, you've got Ali Gordon at the under-21s, he's a right back, but uh, I believe he's out of contract. I don't know if he'll get a new deal. Right. Um, but Jacob Barclay-Agpong, he started his, his Palace career as a left back. He's been at the club for quite a while now, like I think under 12 or something. Um, he's just turned 17. Um, and he got moved up to left wing to play in the FA Youth Cup against Sheffield Wednesday, and he scored a hat-trick in a four-all draw, which we lost on penalties. Um, And, you know, he's great at running at players. He's got pace. He's actually quite well-built for his age. He's not massive, but, you know, he can hold himself, um, and he's highly rated as well. Um, And then Corey Andrews, as you said, a striker. Um, Seen him a few times. At at the back end of last season, I wrote... um, an article about the youth players for FYP um, and I said like one to watch like the outsider Corey Andrews um, and again I've written one for this season and again I've just had to mention him because he's got such pace and such like raw ability again um, I mean Gary's comment about him being in the first team was it ne- yeah, next he could even make the first team next well, season I mean, Gary's seen him more than I have but I mean that's probably quite a bold claim yeah. I think. Um, <laughs> he said might Okay, Mike, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Um, you know, he needs to bulk up um, and get he a bit of... He might have said that thinking that we're going to drop down to the championship. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, that is true, yeah. The comment was made. Yeah, he so. said it this week. Oh, did he? Well, yeah, I mean, no, there's no denying that he's a good player. Apparently, I, I didn't manage to make the Brighton under-18 home game, but um, 
apparently he scored a really good goal. Um, he, he rolled his foot over the ball, dummied the keeper and, and stuck it home after he ran onto a through ball. You know, and, and you can just picture that in your head and you think that's the sort of thing that a first-team player would do, yeah. like a very good first-team player. So, you know, clearly the skills there, the pace is there. If he bulks up and he's got uh, Aaron Bissaka and Andre Koka on the wings probably next season alongside him, um, and Ken Gillard was speaking about those two because he used to manage the under 16s and they were both under 16s. Right. Um, and he said that you know they had a real good partnership up front, all, all three of them up top. So I can ex- I can imagine we'll probably look to play those three yeah. up front. So our best talent now seems to be in that age group, doesn't yeah, it? I yeah, I think you know the yeah. under 18s like have got a few decent players. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. Matty George yeah. at left yeah. back. Um, he's been at a club a while, but he's suffered from injuries. Um, you know, Gary was telling me that England, England youth, you know, came down to scout him. Um, but there was someone, I think, Charlton player got in ahead yeah. of him. Um, but you know, it's good that they're coming up and, and being scouted. Sure. You. Know. Let's move on to the under twenty ones then, <coughs> and your chat with Gary Isser. Yeah. They were waiting for the outcome of the two games to see if we got into the playoffs. Do you want to reveal what happened? And an old hero let yes. us down. <laughs> well, um, basically. Going into the last game of the season, Palace needed to to beat Brentford, um, and they were in. I think we were in uh, third place at the time, with QPR above us and Bristol City below us. The top two went into the playoffs. Um, we were, I think, we were three points ahead of Bristol City, but they had a significantly better goal difference. So Gary Izzet was worried about that, and so he played Murray and Gale up front. Gale scored five goals in 57 minutes. Um, and certainly out Sean Murray. Um, but the, after that victory, QPR and Bristol City still had to play. Bristol City had to play the leaders, Cardiff, uh, and they lost. So that was out of the equation. But then QPR played Millwall. And of course, Millwall aren't going to do us any favours. <laughs> um, and neither did Andy Johnson by scoring two goals as QPR uh, won to go a point Andy, ahead of Andy us. Andy Johnson. So we finished in third place, a point right. behind QPR. But a good season. Yeah, no, I, again, it's a season of two halves. Like, you talk about the game of two halves, well, it's been a season of two halves for the first team, the under-18s and the under-21s. Um, they started relatively poorly. Um, I think they won one out of six of their first games or something. Um, you know, they drew up at Charlton, won all. Um, Dave Gregory made a great save towards the end to keep us in it. Um, Jake Ray scored a really good folly. Um, and, yeah, so, I mean... Towards the back end of the season, they won quite a lot of games. After the defeat at Brighton, um, I think it was 3-2 at Brighton, um, they went on a good run and, and they won their last five games of the season. So it was great to see that coming. But Gary spoke, I spoke to Gary and, and, and he was sort of commenting about how it's been successful in terms of, of league position, but he doesn't necessarily look at that to, to show success. Right. Uh, it was successful in terms of players going out on loan, and there's been a significant number of those going Lots out Lots went out on... Not all successful, though, with the loans, were they? No, no, understandably. I mean, Soleil Kaikai has been outstanding in the under-21s. You know, he scored 16 goals this season, I believe. Um, you know, he's a tricky winger, like, pace, good pace, great finisher, you know. Absolutely superb at, at free kicks and dead balls, you know. Um, he went out on loan to Crawley alongside Hiram Boating. Um, but I think the most they played was 60 minutes um, out of in the two months that they were there. Yeah. Um, 
you know, they've struggled to get a hold on League One football and you know, it's the first taste of professional football and rather than looking at the negatives, you've got to look at the positives that they've been in in a side where you know it matters, the result matters. Um, and towards the end, Crawley were looking at playoffs. So, you know, they didn't particularly want to risk two, two youngsters who didn't have much experience. Yeah. Um, but that experience, as Gary said, like it's the, the first negative experience of their professional career. So, you know, you've got to deal with that at some point and why not now, you know? Um, I imagine they'll look to go out online somewhere else for, for the season next year. And Gary actually spoke to you, I think, about mm. the number of games he feels a player needs to go out yeah. on loan for, mm. doesn't he? Yeah, well... You know, he talked about like Wilfred Zaha, Nathaniel Klein, Victor Moses getting 50 to 100 games in our first team and, and then moving up onto the Prem. But of course, we're now in the Premiership, yeah. so it's, it's difficult to blood youngsters. Um, and he said that, you know, maybe next season we're going to have to look at, at getting players out and playing 50 to 100 games in the Championship or League One or other leagues, you know, and having other, play, other clubs help develop our players to, to get them ready for the, the step up to the Premier 50 League. 50 to 100 games on loan before yeah. he thought they'd be ready yeah. for the Premier League. he thinks that 50 to 100 games, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can see, like, I, I mean, with the likes of Mandela Egbo, like, <laughs> I mean, at right back, you've got Joe Ward at the moment, and, you know, he's fantastic. Obviously, Mariap is filling in at, at right back uh, as Joe Ward goes to left back, but I imagine if we sign a left back in the summer, you know, Joe Ward's going to be our first first choice, and unless we sell him in the next couple of years, I can't see anyone dislodging him. Yeah. Um, and as much as I rate uh, Mandela Egbo, um, I can't see him dislodging Ward from that right back position. As much as I think, you know, if there was anyone else in that right back position, if it was Mariapa, yeah, then maybe in two years' time I could see Egbo being in the first team. Um, but I think maybe Egbo will, provided he has a good pre-season, goes into 21s, plays games. He might get a loan spell somewhere ne- right. towards the end of next season. Right. Um, and that, again, like talking about the 50 to 100 games, you know, go out on loan and get experience. What about some of the more experienced people who've been playing in the under-21s like Dwight Gale? Yeah, Dwight Gale's played three games in the under-21s um, and Gary Izzett was very complimentary of his attitude. He says he's got a great attitude, you know, comes in, teaches, the, like, helps out with the youngsters and, you know, he scored a few goals and he played well and, you know, I don't think you can say any, anything bad about him in those games that he played. Um, you know, Paddy McCarthy played a couple of games. Um, yeah, he was a real leader. You know, what you expect from Paddy, vociferous, very much a leader. Um, I know he didn't mention names, but he wasn't so complimentary yeah. about some, yeah, some of the... Yeah, towards the start of the season, um, he wasn't particularly happy with the attitude of some of the, the senior players in the under-21s. I actually have no idea who he was talking about, so I couldn't be... Even if I wanted to, I couldn't tell yeah. you. But, um, you know... It's important, obviously, the attitude is such an important aspect of a professional footballer's game, and especially as a youngster, when they're looking to break through, um, you know, it sets a bad, bad example for them. So he wasn't happy with that, but he, he did mention that the attitudes improved as the season went on. I imagine God, there was a game where it seemed like maybe he gave them a few words, you know, perhaps he spoke to them after one of the games because there was a game where it just sort of felt like a turning point of the season um, and perhaps he spoke to them and told them, look, you need to buck up your ideas, you know, you're, you're supposed to be setting an example, etc, etc. Because um, I think, you know, the, the first team players, the, the senior players that come down into the 21s have got to set that example, you know, um, 
and I don't think it was perhaps any uh, coincidence that we seem to be winning games more with the younger players in the squad. You know, it started to be more of a, a proper under-21 side rather than a Premier League reserve side. Because um, obviously you can have the goalkeeper as over age as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the goalkeeping duties were shared by Alexander Price and Gregory. Um, Dave Gregory being a Palace fan, being a, a young goalkeeper, you know, he's, he's really done well for the last few seasons. Every season he's really progressed. You know, there was a time where he was at England under 16s, like I think they were looking at him or something. Um, and, um, you know, after that, like perhaps he wasn't necessarily, he was a shot stopper. You know, he's not the most well built goalkeeper. You know, right. You've got Tom King, uh, came from Portsmouth for, I can't remember, something like £60,000 um, after Freddie Woodman uh, left to go to Newcastle with his dad, um, who was a goalkeeping coach here. Um, we brought in Tom King to compete with Dave Gregory and Dave Gregory has just taken that on that challenge on and just put right. his head down and worked hard right. and you know he's got a great attitude he's a nice guy you know he's a good goalkeeper like he's filled out he's he's got a bit better at you know, claiming crosses things like that you know uh, it's not just a shot stopper the players that have stood out in in the team this season in the under 21s are Jake Gray and Saleh Kaikai both wingers you know Jake Gray's been absolutely superb you know Gary is at raves about him you know he scored quite a number of goals eight goals um came back from injury came from Wickham a couple of years ago he settled in really well he's been absolutely superb and so is Saleh Kaikai you know he's both of them have been brilliant